Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are recording for December 30th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. All right, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, I want to let you all know, all you Cryptonauts out there, that the podcast continues to grow. There's more and more listeners on this podcast. And now, officially, this week, I'm receiving several emails of other guests that want to join the podcast and chit chat crypto so that's really exciting i spent the last three days responding to a bunch of messages and emails on uh, people that are just uh that, that really like this podcast so i'm really excited to hopefully have them on the podcast soon so with that said let's get started with your top 10 daily stats starting off with bitcoin settling at thirty-three thousand nine hundred and four dollars and sixty-four cents, with a whopping 8.6 percent gain second place ethereum Settling at $1,336.75 with a 4.7% gain. Third place, Tether, settling at $0.99 with a 0.6% loss. Fourth place, Polkadot, settling at $16.80 with a 5.3% gain. Fifth place, XRP, settling at $0.26 with a 4.3% gain. Sixth place, Cardano, settling at $0.34 with a 7.8% gain. Seventh place, Chainlink settling at $23.11 with a 4.6% gain. And 8th place, Litecoin settling at $134.79 with a 7.3% gain. Ninth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $407.72 with a 5.4% gain. And 10th place, Stellar settling at $0.29 with a whopping 22.8% gain. Wow. Whoever is holding a bag of Stellar is winning it big 22 percent wow that's awesome all right your overall total market cap is at 1.12 trillion dollars up by 9.2 percent nice nice it looks like we're doing real good now real good all right cryptonauts let's get started with your crypto news of the day Alright Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies like I just did right now. With that said, first news coming in from Decrypt staff. New York court set date for Ripple v. SEC pretrial hearing. Ripple lawyers, shine your loafers, press your suit, and roll your X's, your R's, and your P's. The Southern District Court of New York has penciled in the time to shine as 10 a.m. February 22nd sharp. In a letter filed to the court yesterday, Judge Annalisa Torres scheduled an initial pretrial conference for the case between the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission and Ripple Labs. The company associated with XRP and the SEC is suing over securities violation. Judge Torres ordered the court ordered that counsel for all parties dial into the conference. The SEC last week alleged that Ripple, as well as its co-founder, Chris Larson and its CEO, Brad Garlinghouse, have raised $1.3 billion in ongoing unregistered securities sales since 2013. The, the, the defendant denies the allegations, arguing that XRP doesn't constitute a security. 
All right. Well, we shall see on the 22nd. What, right? 22nd? Yes, 20, February 22nd. All right. Next news written by Decrypt staff. Bitcoin sets new all-time high as price rushed past $28,000. Mazel tov. Bitcoin, the largest cryptocurrency by market cap today, set an all-time high. Hi, its highest price ever is now $28,537, according to metric site CoinMarketCap. Bitcoin has since dipped to its current price, $27,977. Its price is still up 3.93% in the past 24 hours, according to metric site CoinMarketCap, and 17.62% in the past week. And it's all-time high. Bitcoin has tripled in price since July and increased by more than five times since March at its peak. Today, Bitcoin's Market cap hits $528 billion, forming the lion's share of the entire market capitalization of cryptocurrency, $740 billion. Awesome. Love it. All right. Next news. Obviously, we know what happened since then, right? Yeah. It just keeps going up. (laughs) Next news. Written by Daniel Phillips. Why is Bitcoin supply limit set to 21 million? Good question. Like many other cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin was designed around the principle of a finite supply. That means there's a fixed upper limit on how many Bitcoin can ever come into existence. In Bitcoin's case, the upper limit was set by its creator, Satoshi Nakamoto, at exactly 21 million. For other cryptocurrencies, this cap can vary considerably, ranging from the low as 18.9 million for Monero and Dash to as high as 100 billion, and for the likes of XRP and Tron. Bitcoin's limited supply is a huge advantage. It keeps the cryptocurrency scarce, theoretically ensuring that its value value holds steady for years to come. It's for the reason that Bitcoin is often called digital gold. Like gold, there's only a certain amount of Bitcoin in existence. The money supply replacement theory. By limiting the maximum supply and sl- slowing the rate at which new Bitcoin come into existence, Satoshi intended each individual Bitcoin unit, known as Satoshi, to appreciate in value over time. According to an email purportedly shared between Nakamoto and the Bitcoin Core contributor Mike Hearn, Satoshi reasoned that if 21 million coins were to be used uh, by some fraction of the world economy by uh, 0.001 BTC or 1 millibit Bitcoin could be worth around one euro. The prediction came true back in 2013 when Bitcoin first broke through the 1,000 euro price point. Today, each millibit Bitcoin is currently worth closer to 8.25 euros. All right. Although Satoshi compares the price of Bitcoin to the euro in his email, some simple mathematics indicates that he had a much grander vision for Bitcoin. Better expanding why the 21 million maximum figure was chosen. At the time of Bitcoin's creation, the entire world's money supply stood at approximately $21 trillion. This figure, known as the M1 money supply, is made up of a total value of the physical money in the world, including cash, coins, travelers, checks, and more. If Bitcoin were to grow to become a single world currency, replacing all all that, replacing all those that the M1 figure is comprised of, then each BTC would be worth one million dollars. Because there are 100 million satoshis in each Bitcoin, this would place the value of each satoshi at point at one cent. The fact that these numbers align so closely would be a remarkable coincidence, if not intentional. The alternative explanation, although the M1 money supply replacement theory is perhaps the most plausible rationale for why Satoshi has selected 21 million to be the cap for Bitcoin, there's another, somewhat simpler possible explanation. Looking at the parameters used to control Bitcoin supply, it becomes clear that the 21 million 
Bitcoin figure allows the network to ensure that the blocks are mined in regular time frames, 10 minutes. It also ensures that the amount of Bitcoin paid out to miners as block rewards decrease over time as the maximum supply approaches its limit. As it turns out, the parameter Satoshi set for the inevitable led to the production of a maximum of 21 million Bitcoin. The Bitcoin Core code currently adjusts the mining difficulty to ensure that each new block is mined every 10 minutes on average, regardless of how much hash rate is pointed at the network. Based on this figure, a total, a total of 210,000 blocks should be mined in each four-year cycle, after which block rewards is halved. The first cycle saw 50 Bitcoin minted per block. This was half to 25 Bitcoin block in 2012, then again 12.5 Bitcoin per block in 2016. Following 2020's halving, it currently sits at 6.25 Bitcoin per block. If you extrapolate this forward, you will find that the sum of the block rewards for each cycle equals 100. Um, and a, there's a bunch of math here. Okay. By multiplying this number by 210 blocks slash cycle figures, you arrive at the maximum possible supply of 21 million. So is Bitcoin supplies cap a philosophical gesture or the product of a remorseless mathematical logic? Only Satoshi Nakamoto truly knows, and he or she isn't telling. All right, next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. Number of addresses holding Ethereum hits new all-time high. The number of addresses now holding Ethereum today hit another all-time high. There are now 51,491,730 addresses holding the cryptocurrency according to blockchain data site Glassnode. The number of Ethereum addresses holding some measure of ETH has grown steadily all year. At the start of, the, at the start of January, there were 34.7 million addresses holding ETH. That figure is now up by 48%. Uh, the growth is down, down to two things, a healthy market spurred on by institutional investors and the formidable rise of decentralized finance. ETH is the second biggest cryptocurrency by market cap, so it makes sense that more people would be holding even just a little bit of it during a bull run. The price of ETH is also up. It's been steadily growing with Bitcoin, which isn't slowing down in terms of hitting all-time highs today. It hit $28,537. ETH's price stood at $734.25, a 20% increase in the week in the past week according to CoinMarketCap. You need ETH in order to use the majority of DeFi applications as their popularity blew up this year, so did the number of addresses holding the asset. DeFi refers to applications that, that, want, that want to revamp and decentralize borrowing, lending, and whatever else custodial financial institutions do. The number of non-zero ETH addresses has been growing since 2017. There is a difference to, to non-zero Bitcoin addresses, which hit the roof during 2018, then dropped, to a new, uh, then dropped and are now climbing again. There are now a little over 33 million non-zero Bitcoin addresses, an increase of 4.8 million from the start of the year. All right, next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. After institutional investors hoard, just 22% of Bitcoin is left for traders. Most Bitcoin is illiquid, 78% of it. And this is driving the current bull run, according to a new report. Bitcoin liquidity refers to how much of the asset is in circulation. According to findings published yesterday by blockchain analyst company Glassnode, only 4.2 million Bitcoin, roughly around 22%, are currently available to buy and sell. The report says that there is a shortage of Bitcoin because it's being snapped up by big investors. This trend is making the currency more expensive. Quote, if many Bitcoins are illiquid, a supply-side crisis emerges, which has a reckoning havoc on Bitcoin selling pressure in the market, Glassnode says. Or, put differently, a sustained rise of illiquid Bitcoin 
is an indication of strong investor hodling sentiment and a potentially bullish signal. The report notes that long-term investors holding the cryptocurrency removes it from circulation. 2020 has been the year big companies have entered the crypto space, especially business intelligence firm MicroStrategy, and they are buying up Bitcoin and holding it long-term investment. These companies aren't like aren't likely to sell, according to Glassnode, and this is causing the currency the current bull market. In fact, this year alone, more than one million Bitcoin has been has become illiquid. The report says, but is this good? Is this a good thing? What does it mean for the average investor? Pedro Febrero, an analyst at Quantum Economics, told Decrypt that Glassnode's findings were superb news. Essentially, when the supply of Bitcoin is suppressed, price has a tendency to rise, given that the demand either stays equal or increases, he said. And we know for sure the demand is indeed increasing. If only 22% of Bitcoins are in circulation and wealthy individuals keep acquiring Bitcoin, there is no telling how high the price may go. A shortage of cryptocurrency isn't necessarily a bad thing. It will never disappear. The report adds that Bitcoin liquidity and the price of the currency go hand in hand. And if things keep going up the way they are, they've been going this year, the price will only continue to rise. So there we have it. Less Bitcoin is more. All right, next news written by Shuao Kong. Ousted founder of Bitmain buys back control in $600 million settlement reports. Jian Wu, the co-founder of Bitmain, a large Bitcoin mining rig producer, has reportedly been bought out of the company by his by his co-founder McCree San for $600 million. The agreement settles an ugly year-long dispute between the founders. Wu Blockchain, a prominent Chinese crypto blogger, reported that Sequoia China uh, mediated the settlement and that shareholders approved it on December 28th. It reportedly states that Zan will collateralize his shares for $600 million to purchase Wu's shares. Post-settlement, Wu will leave Bitmain but but will leave Bitmain but retain full control over several large international mining farms including BTC.com and BitDeer. All other services including mining rigs, artificial intelligence, ant pool, and domestic mining pools belong to Zan. The settlement reinstates Zan whom Wu had ousted from the company in November 2019. After Wu took control of the steering wheel, the two engaged in multi- multiple legal and literal fights. This year, the year-long crypto TV drama cost the business millions of dollars when Zan halted the shipments of Bitmain mining rigs in retaliation to Wu's coup. The biggest beneficiary of the settlement would be Bitmain's investors. Zan promised that under his leadership, Bitmain will complete its IPO by the end of 2022. That will be a handsome exit for its investors, such as Sequoia. Many have speculated as to why Wu left the company, which he has built with sweat and blood since 2013. Some suggest that he will return to Maxiport, a company he founded in 2018 that provides financial services to Bitcoin miners. Others suggest that he will become a crypto venture capitalist. As Bitcoin's price surged to new highs every other day, things are looking good for Bitmain. However, it's unclear whether Bitmain will be able to maintain its privacy in the event that Bitcoin market crashes. Next news and last news of the day, written by Jose Antonio Lanz. Bitcoin briefly hits a new all-time high, blasts through $29,000. Satoshi Nakamoto, whoever and wherever you are, have a happy 2021. Bitcoin is once again in the sights of politicians, philosophers, anarchists, traders, and institutional investors with massive amounts of money 
thanks to the price perform- performance that seemed to forever reach new highs. Of course, this being crypto, the price quickly retreated to 3.6%. Still, let's take a moment to mark the historic occasion. Just one day away from the end of 2020, Bitcoin broke past $29,000, setting a new all-time high of $29,321. The run propelled the price up by 7.35% in the past 24 hours alone, and a dizzying 24.76% in the last week. In general, this bull run makes 2017 look like a bunch of cows grazing. Indeed, some fundamentals behind the movement provides the bulls with a little more confidence than that the rise was a bit healthier in the long run. For starters, Bitcoin's having generated a shortage of new tokens which created upward price pressure. As time passes, the effects are felt more strongly. More important, however, is the fact that institutional investors aren't playing games now. They are buying and hodling so much Bitcoin that they've left just 22% of the total supply available for traders. That further accentuates the shortage effect generated over the past few months, causing some FOMO among retail buyers. Bitcoin is up 531% since the COVID crash of March. For some investors, at least 2020 wasn't a bad year. Awesome. All right, Kryptonauts. That is it. That is it. That is it. That is it. There's a few referral links I want you to check out. One of them being the infamous Celsius Network. If you deposit at least $200 or more in whatever cryptocurrency you want in your wallet, you leave it there for a minimum of 30 days, you're going to earn interest, compounded interest each and every single week. But on top of that, Celsius is going to give you a nice little $20 bonus in Bitcoin. So, that's a nice little treat there. Second, Coinbase. You deposit $100 or buy or sell $100 of any digital currency within their platform, you get $10 of Bitcoin for free. And on top of that, within the Coinbase app, you can earn free crypto by watching some free videos, which I highly recommend. That's why I refer this particular uh, app, Coinbase. Gemini, now they give you 10 bucks in Bitcoin if you use my code. All right, uh, and then you got the Cash App. You get five bucks for using for using my code and just using Cash App, which I highly recommend buying Bitcoin because it's the only comp it's the only app out there, the only company out there that you can literally buy Bitcoin on the spot, withdraw it, move it, do whatever you want with it instantly after your your uh, transaction goes through. Boom, like that. You got it. That's why I like the Cash App. Binance, Probit, some exchanges. I like those exchanges because. There's so much other uh, tokens and currencies out there that you can buy and swap and sell it. So that's why I re- refer those. Then NiceHash. If you want to mine, you can mine using NiceHash. It's one of the easiest, easiest miners to use out there. Okay, you literally download it, just click, uh, click start, start mining, and you start mining crypto. All right. Now Lolly. Lolly is a nice little browser extension that I highly recommend if you're into buying things online. Obviously. We live in a COVID era. Everybody's buying stuff online. And while you're doing that, you're earning sets. And that's what I tell all the cryptonauts, all you out there, make sure you stack your sets, all right? Stack sets and hodl. With that said, cryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.